This week on a holiday episode of Not Sauce for Work, Terry Tam is co-hosting, Eagle is producing, slash constantly and chaotically interrupting the show. We discuss the sanctity of boxing and other sports, make fun of Urban Meyer's apology, and Kyrie Irving's momentary return to the NBA. We will get into these topics and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Welcome everyone you were listening to and perhaps watching Not Sauce for Work. I'm your host, Pease Delariz, and for the first time ever, I read a cold open properly without making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> you figure someone who spent most of his life reading, as I mentioned this to Terry Tam, my co-host, you figure someone who spent most of his life reading, uh, it would be a strength by now. No, because um, you're reading while with the attention of somebody else. So when mm. you just read at home or you're just reading an essay, you're reading or whatever... You're just reading for yourself. But when you're reading, knowing that people are paying attention to every word you're saying, then it kind of throws you off. It is it's, the, it's the, actually the worst thing to do ever is to speak it, publicly. It's not It's not easy. It's why I like when you do the the uh, the ad reads. Yeah. Because I struggle. Like, I don't struggle with reading. I struggle with reading on the show. Yeah, you need like, you need like, uh, you need to see it. Yeah. You need to structure it. Or I'm, I'm a, I can go more off the top of my head. Absolutely. I sound like a doofus, but yeah. Eagle, um, I do this thing too where I, I sort of skip through words because I've, like university taught me to speed read. Yeah. Um. Do you do you do that, or you're someone who actually does pay attention to every word as you're as you're reading? No, I just. I mean, I don't read for one. I hate reading. So of course. From when oh, you used to have to read. Um. Yeah, I'll skip through words, and not only will I do that in reading, but I'll also do that in speaking, where sometimes my mind is like three sentences ahead, so I'm like preparing for it, and as I'm speaking, I'm like, I don't need that word. I'm just cutting things out in the middle. You're three sentences ahead, but when it comes to names, you're three pronunciations behind at all times. I had a I had a situation today, so I, I was out trying to get some last minute things for. You know the the Christmas holiday. That said, we don't know <laughs> if measures will allow us to to see each other. So far, we're allowed to to see ten people. Which my Christmas party is ten people. So Mine, I'm very happy about that. Mine's eleven. Fuck yeah. you, Lego. I, I won't tell anybody. Fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So so what? I suppose uh, you know, just getting a few things and some last minute stocking stuffers because my wife's stocking looked terrible. So I was like, I, I need a couple more things to fill this out. Um, you don't buy things to stuff. Do you actually? Do you actually do this the stocking thing? Yeah, we do. We have monogram. Uh, this will surprise nobody. We have monogram uh, stockings. What is a monogram? Stocking? It says po- uh, it says peas and natty. Oh, okay. And we have monogram house coats, and we have the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> this was not your idea, was you it? You know those couples. You know those couples that people like that that are the, always like the joke in those movies. It does. That's you guys. <laughs> yeah. Except except you're like. And then at the end of the movie, they found out that the guy that's like the cheesy husband is also like a really like funny guy that likes to smoke weed and makes his own beer and drinks a lot of so beer. So it's a movie featuring Seth Rogen, basically. Seth Rogen, <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah. When uh, when my girlfriend and I started dating, we started like ironically calling each other Bay. I was like, oh, hey, Bay, how are you, Bay? And then it just became our thing now. Yeah, <laughs> so <it's awful. laughs> I'm now that person. It's awful. After uh, For years after hearing um, George Bush say, I dear, 
I used to say idea for a while, and oh it was weird because it was the only word with a southern accent in 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 the sentence. I'm a I'm a cheesy boyfriend. Like I'm a, like I do cheesy things. We I have like cheesy. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's true online. We we follow your what your your girlfriend online, so yeah. we know. Yeah, yeah. She's because uh, you won't post that stuff, but she does. I posted one recently, like you know we had a good time in New York, all that stuff. But yeah, like I'm cheesy, but like in, in like, if you see us together, you'll see how cheesy I am. I'm not necessarily cheesy online; I'm more cheesy in person. But uh, but I'll throw the cheesiness all over the place. Yeah. I love cheese, any kind of cheese, parmigiano, all of it. Just throw it on feta cheese, absolutely, bocconcini. Get those bocconcheeses. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, my wife and I are strange because we we're pretty cheesy too. But then we have these moments where we're weirdly sarcastic with each other. Yeah, w- like we've been together so long, like we know our threshold for joking and like i know i'm not insulting her if i joke about this or yeah that exactly kind of so like there's there's certain lines though like yeah, yeah there's a line. oh, yeah, there's, there's lines and that if you cross if it, i say this it's a fight you're even fucked. if i'm joking yeah, it's yeah. a fight um so yeah so so as i was driving around um there's just um you know there's a lot of cars on the road but at one point i'm near home i'm like thank god i'm almost done gotta get ready for the show uh get my diehard sweater my diehard christmas sweater on you know, um, uh, we're actually looking. We're my girlfriend and I were looking to see like which Christmas movies we're gonna binge watch this week, and she suggested Die Hard. I've only seen the first Die Hard once, so like I don't really know much about Die Hard. I can quote it line for life. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a marathon this yeah. week. This week or next. Week. It's uh, it's on one of the stream platforms. I don't know. It which is. One, yeah, but, it's uh, on Disney. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, but so this thing started happening to me as I'm driving uh, up to the, the the turning lane. They like you know when you're far enough away that you're like oh the turning lane just activated. I'm not even going to have to touch the brake. This is awesome. Yeah. This is the best thing to happen on my way yeah. home. And there's like three cars that are like, they have so much time to turn. This yeah. But they don't move Why? until I come to a full stop and then they all turn. <laughs> I'm like, and then guess who's stuck waiting at the light? You. Even though I, I saw it, I'm like, all right, this is perfect because it's the greatest feeling in the world and my, it's terrible. My biggest pet peeve is when people uh, stop in the middle of an intersection mm. When it's Hate not, it. when it's not their turn. Well, they go when it's their turn, but with they don't have enough space. Yeah. So then they block other people. It just happened to me now. I was three cars behind. I just held my horn until she moved. Some people are fucking stupid. There's one corner of like when you're leaving TMR uh, to get onto like the the forty mm-hmm. to get to the forty west and the forty east from there. It's that that is if that's a disease, that's like where it starts. In yeah, the that that and the douchebags who stop the car on the pedestrian stopwalk. Yeah, exactly. So like now that it's my turn to walk, I can't cross the street because <laughs> yeah, exactly. your shitty car is blocking my way. I always, I all, if I do that by accident, I always try to reverse them if yeah. I can, or at least give them enough room to. <laughs> or I'll get, I'll, I'll advance past the the, the, the yeah. crosswalk and I'll burn a red light if I get a ticket. It's on me. Yeah. Just because you shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Uh, I do not have a traffic story for you, but I actually have a uh, idea for this show. Okay. What if we start looking at top five moments of 2021? Because we're not sure if we're going to have a show next week, right? It's all a little bit up in the I air. I think we're doing best best of clips, right, Terry? Yeah, is next week it? is going to be like a bet highlight. Like the I mean, top we, get, we get a week off. Top 10, nice. Yeah, top 10 clips of um, of like throughout the year. So I was gonna, I was gonna say like it'd be it'd be nice to get a week off from you guys, but I was actually thinking maybe we should like actually hang out, <laughs> not on a show, <laughs> Let's for do it, yeah. not in front of a camera for once. We'll just come to the studio and drink. Yeah, so we, why do we come here to do that? We can literally go to anyone's house and yeah. drink. It'd be yeah, way but more we'll just be here. Then why not just film it? I, well, we said we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> for once, something won't be content. Um, Sorry, so you, I want to use the opportunity to kind of reminisce on our last show of a moment in 2021 that might be relevant for you. So I have a few of them that I kind of have ideas. I'm gonna so like, like how like there's like year in reviews kind of thing. Is yeah, yeah kind of okay. exactly. Yeah. Okay, so got you. I want to start with just a quick little top five list here of your top five favorite sports moments in 2021. Okay. 
like general? Yeah, like something that comes to mind. We're like, oh, that was a really big moment. Oh, I got one. Um, I got one. Uh, let's call this my five. I don't even know if we'll get through five. Or no. If we're gonna have seven, Go whatever it. it is, my top sporting moment or the fifth best sporting moment of the year, Urban Meyer gets fired by the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> So for me, it's it's not necessarily Urban Meyer getting fired. It's the whole situation is how we we saw it throughout the entire year how this was gonna uh, uh, devolve, and mm-hmm. we saw it and it happened exactly. For me, it just happened two weeks ago. It was Amanda Nunes getting KO'd. I think it's one of the biggest upsets of the year. Amanda Pe- uh, Juliana Pena winning like that was unbelievable. That was a crazy moment. Uh, I'll, another stri- another combat one is Conor McGregor smashing his leg. Like the, the the snapping his leg in half. That's the one that stands out for me. It's true, that was beginning of this year, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like hockey now. Habs, Habs run, the Habs run to the finals. That was fucking bananas. So my actual, my actual like this is one one point one. It it might be my next, my favorite for the next decade. Um, because as much as at times I can be a little sardonic and it seems as though I'm not passionate about f- sports. I love my teams. I love the Montreal yeah. Canadiens, but Saint Jean evening. And it's uh, Montreal advances in overtime to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They get by uh, the, the, the Vegas Golden Knights. And yeah. we thought there's... Six games. When, that, when that series started, we thought there's no way. Mm. But it, for it to happen on sort of the Saint Quebec Jean, National yeah. ha- Holiday on St. Jean, yeah. I was in Oshlegamezanev drinking with, outside with my friends and hearing yeah. households screaming in the neighborhood. Um, and then... Falling asleep in my chair at work the next day because I literally couldn't keep my eyes open because I drank 75 beers. It was it was uh, a magical time. And I have a video. My girlfriend has a video on her phone of me like at, when they were about to lose to the Lightning. It was one nothing, and they had the puck in the Lightning zone. And Caulfield has the puck. And it's like you're anticipating him to shoot, and he just can't get it off because he's not getting any space. So I'm standing there yelling at the TV, and I have the whole video. And like those moments are going to be... As, even if the Habs lost, I'm still happy with that whole run. It was so yeah. crazy to live. Yeah, it was, just it was, to, just to, just to experience that whole like thing. We're old enough that we remember 1993 anyway, uh, so it's cool I, we I have am, that and I we am, have this now. You know, I am. I don't remember the run that much. I was only like seven, so okay. you were I was more at an age yeah. where you you were watching sports. Um, yeah, that's all I can remember for now. I can't think of anything else. I mean, that's a pretty good list. I mean, the Braves finally winning is huge too. Yeah, I know. So I was in Atlanta when they advanced the World Series. Okay, there you which go. Was, big which moment. was a fun moment. Yeah. Braves winning as that's a that's a really big one. But yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a wild year. Um, you know, I think also like just the way that the year started, where uh, Patrick Mahomes ran for 500 yards in the backfield and lost the Super Bowl yeah. to you know. Tom Brady, who apparently aging is not a thing for him, <laughs> um, it's wild to me. That 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 sort of is an actually cool moment. Minus skip the dishes, who couldn't uh, get my food to me on the day of the Super Bowl. Come on, <laughs> what are you doing? Like fuck you, man. I know it's what the Super Bowl. I need fried chicken. What are you like busy or something? Yeah. Like, is there an event that I'm not aware of? Ruin Other than the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl that I'm apparently the only person in the world watching. Seriously, fuck what is you, this? man. All right, back to our Red Rose Culture programming. I don't <laughs> even know where we're at. Well, uh, we have a lot to get to, so it's time to get to the news. Ah, uh, Terry, it's the news. Is it, though? It is, absolutely. Uh, we had some oh, boxing. I inhaled a, a piece of hair. All right, Terry has become a cat and 
now the pandemic has gone full circle from a lawyer saying he wasn't the cat to my co-host being an actual cat. Was it, was it your hair, though? It might be yeah, more times. it was kind of long. And I, yeah, like brown. Yeah, it's mine. Ask me mine. Could but be Mokan's. Mine. I didn't move my hat. I move my hat. Mokan. Oh, I just inhaled Mokan's hair? No, nah, no, you know. So we need a new studio. <laughs> I just burn and this I need one. to burn my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Terry joins us with a voice box. Um, so... Frank Gore uh, versus Darren Williams is where I want to start. Oh, uh, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so, like, th- there's a few things I want to get to here. First of all, Frank Gore could have started on a lot of teams this past Sunday. Yeah. Um, and so could Darren Williams with, with first of all, the shape that they're both in. Yeah. Secondly, the fact that teams were literally fielding anybody they can find, anyone they can activate. Um, and we'll, you know, it'll be a theme throughout this show. Uh, but... Frank Gore uh, takes takes the ring with Darren Williams, who's much, much, much taller than him. Yeah. Um, and he seems to have been surprised by a strike, as we can see in this picture. <laughs> as <laughs> as like, How could fuck? you hit me from there? What are we? This is football, no? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think Frank Gore was ready for that. Deron, I mean, he looked good, but even him at the end, he's like, I don't want to do shit anymore. He's like, I'll let the real fighters yeah. you know, fight. And it's, it's the truth, but like... He just wants to compete. He's an athlete, he's a professional athlete, so they yeah, have that's to compete. That's the thing, right? Like, that's and the thing that's stronger than them. What made this fight legit is that they're both fresh off retirement, so it's not like, well, retired. I don't think Frank Gore officially retired, did he? Well, if he didn't play this past Sunday, <laughs> he, he, I don't think he's playing. Like, literally, he was on a roster this year. Duke Johnson he? ran for two touchdowns for the Dolphins. Wasn't he on a roster this year, Frank Gore? I um, feel like he, he got was. cut. He got cut before, he did, the, okay, so. before, the, before even like, the first round. So he's cut. not officially retired. Deron Williams, I think he's like a he's year gone for a couple of years. Yeah. A couple of years, yeah, yeah, but not that long. So it's like that's why it's legitimate this fight, and the fact that they actually look decent. They yeah. they didn't look like Nate Robinson did against Jake Paul. I, I w- well, I, I never thought Nate Robinson stood a chance because Jake Paul's much bigger than Nate Huge. Robinson. Huge, yeah. Um, he's a he's a big kid. He's like six one, like yeah. one hundred eighty five pounds. He's not a small guy. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, Probably more than that. Actually. The the reach the reach was a lot for Frank Gore, who's not an actual boxer to overcome. Yeah, and to see him being tossed out of the ring by Darren Williams, that was actually. Ho- Hard to watch. It's like a guy who's been a, f- a fan of Frank Gore forever. Because if you if you're not you don't like football. Yeah, um, exactly. If you if you okay, actually, I've had this debate with people before. Do you think like Frank Gore is uh, Frank Gore is uh, is a shoe in first ballot Hall of Famer? Three and a half yards at a time. He's getting to Canton. Um, I think his longevity makes it hard to keep him up because just to have played that long is impressive. Although it's like, like where do, where does he rank like in in like yards and stuff like that? Like, like why why is Cal Ripken Jr. in the Hall of Fame? Because he played a long time, right? Like, yeah, he's nothing like, about him is special. You know, he, Cal Ripken got that. I remember when, when you work for like a big corporation and you get like rewarded for like not calling in sick, or you get rewarded yeah. for like it's like oh congratulations, you've been here for ten years. So I always say every time every time I see somebody get one of those stupid fucking awards, I always say Cal congratulations, you didn't quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just congratulations, you didn't get fired or quit. That's all it is. Specifically for rushing yards, he ranks third overall at 16,000 yards. That's crazy Only talk. behind Emmett, <laughs> Emmett Smith, Smith, who has 18.3, and Walter Payton, who has 16.7. Who, who who, give me the three names behind him. Uh, Barry Sanders yeah. at 15.2, Adrian Peterson at 14.9, and Curtis Martin at 14.1. So those three are Hall of Famers, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how is Frank Gore not a Hall of Famer? I agree. That's what I, I, I used it's to say. It's boring. I, the way he ran was boring. But yeah, was when excellent. I think about him, I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then when you look at his stats and it's how nonsense. long, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Third of all third of all time? He, Mark Recchi is 12th all-time in points in the NHL. Did you know that? That's insane. Mark Recchi. I would have thought. Mark like, Recchi. I would have thought like someone <laughs> who played with Gretzky, like Luke Robitaille <laughs> or Bernie Nichols, is third all-time in points. But Mark no. Messier, second. 
Well, like there we second. go. That's the guy who played with Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Frank Gore is fifth in all-purpose yards at nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-two. Dude, was eight yards only behind Jerry Rice, yeah. Brian Mitchell, Walter Payton, and Emmett, Emmett Smith. Smith yeah. So, so there was. You mean there was a time Frank Gore caught passes? I mean, not many, like three hundred yards. Based on nineteen thousand, he only had three thousand <laughs> catches. <laughs> three point. Actually, that's that's, that's a it's lot not for a running back. Yeah. So, but the thing for twelve years, I w- I fifteen would years, fifteen years. Oh, okay. I'm I'm surprised the guy really plays a long game, huh? But I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised he had. I'm surprised he had so many catches given on Saturday. There was no evidence that he had hands. Oh, <laughs> damn, he actually damn. gave it to you. I don't know if you saw this interview today where they asked him about the fight, and he's like, he he basically said, I'll, I'll summarize it for the audience. Um, I got hit and then forgot I had to punch. <laughs> That happened. Honestly, it, it, it happens. happens. You ever been like? Have you ever gone into a fight yeah. as a kid? Yeah, yeah. And you like you're about to get into a fight, and you're like you look at the kid, and then and you're and, shocked, and and he just like boom on the forehead, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> you you freeze for a yeah. second. That's what that's that's crazy. And it's it's I I know exactly what he's going through. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the uh the other thing I was to talk about though that night, obviously this is the the bigger conversation people are having is, I feel like you, correct me if I'm wrong. W- when the Jake Paul thing started. You were annoyed by him. I think everyone's annoyed by him as a person, but you were annoyed <laughs> by him as, as a as a as a legitimate boxer. But you've kind of come around saying, "Listen, he's winning fights. Yeah. He's training. He's putting in the work." Yes. Right? One hundred percent. After I've always said, I've never hated on anything Jake Paul has done because Jake Paul has done it the right way. He, his first fight was against another YouTuber. Yeah, he won that fight. His second fight was against a professional athlete that no, doesn't have any fighting experience. He won that fight. His third fight was against a guy who has the worst hands in the history of MMA but has a reputation, and you assume that he might be able to knock out Jake Paul because he was an undefeated fighter and a yeah. champion at, at one. He was an actual fighter. He was an actual fighter. He well, won. not a striker. He was a fighter. Knocks him out one punch. Then he fights a legitimate knockout power guy in the U- from the UFC. Not a boxer, but a guy that has really KO power, but he's 40 years old. So there's already like the, he's this, but he's this. He knocks, he, he beats him by decision. Then he fights that guy again and he knocks him out. He's done everything he had to do. There's nothing, he, he's, he's played it the, the, the smartest way possible. It, it remi- I have so, I have so, he's annoying as fuck. Yeah. I have so much respect for the guy. I find his personality unctuous. Like, yeah. I don't like him at all. There's times where I do, there's times where I don't. When he's humble, I really do like him. Yeah. Like, when he talks about the, like Tyron Woodley in a good way, I actually, I, I, I hear the sincerity. When he says things like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock other people out and stuff like that, that's okay too. What, well, my, I like, my problem I, is, is what I, what I like acting is, as if he's the savior yeah. of everything. That's the what, what I do like is, um, him going and calling out the UFC champions, knowing they're not going to get a release, not a release, but a permission to fight. Uh, I like him going after Dana White because what's interesting is I, where I used to hate Jake Paul when I first heard of Jake Paul, I used to really like Dana White when I first heard of Dana White and, and I've said on the show, like I respect what he's done, Yeah, but he's kind of become a caricature of the things he hated. Yeah. Like, like, you know, John McCain, the Republican, was saying this is cockfighting, it's terrible, this shouldn't be on TV, and then he cozies up with Republican leadership. And yeah, then, but it was. But the thing is, is with Dana White, and he's always been like John McCain. He's, he's not that he's a pure Republican. He's he spoke about it before. He just goes with the person. He doesn't care who they follow. Yeah. The the other Which thing should, that should but, but be the, the way. The, the thing is, like you know, th- this was he he didn't want to be sort of the ridiculous like you know corporate structure that boxing had become right yeah um where promoters sort of ran the sport and and he was about the fighters about the fighters and now he's become the biggest personality in the, in the sport the, the, the personality with the greatest longevity because of 
it's become exactly what, what he didn't intend it to become. You know what I mean? In a sense. Yeah, he took he kind of took away. I still think that the UFC model that they have right now is much better than the boxing model. Oh, well, the, yes, everything's better than the boxing. I model. mean, the boxing model it works, but only at top at the, a higher end. Where the UFC, uh, it works at the lower end a lot better because these these guys, even if they're not getting six figure salaries and they're on the main main event, let's say their their contracts are seventy five thousand each for a fight, and then double if you win. That's actually decent compared to what the boxing guys at the same level are getting. Yeah. So, like when people say Dana White doesn't pay enough, yeah, if you look at the amount of money that they've made, and the revenue where the sharing, argument, where the argument is the rev share, the exactly. rev share, exactly. I under, I can understand that completely. But if you look, that's what I'm saying. Boxing at the bottom, nobody gives a shit about those guys. Like even like the guys, nobody gives up, a shit about people at the top, basically. Yeah, they're, they're ten and yeah, I mean they're ten and zero, and then they're fighting tomato cans or they're fighting guys that are like ten and eleven. You know yeah. what I mean? So. That's the thing about the UFC is that everybody that fights on the card is on the same index. They're going upwards. Yeah. The the the, the um the thing with with uh, what's it called with with regards to Jake Paul and 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 Dana White though is like I like the way the the model that Jake that Jake Paul's following is actually one that's been established by Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Don't fight anybody who can hurt you. Yeah. And market it directly to yourself. Yeah. May, don't have to rely on a federation. Don't have to rely on a, on a company. No, no, no. They're paying to see me, so I'm getting the money. And I, I, I can't hate it because, again, you can't say he's doing it the wrong way when perhaps no. the greatest boxer we've seen in our lifetime yeah. literally did it the exact same and way 10 years ago, so ahead of his time, or 20 years ago, whatever it was. And made the most money. By far, because he owned his own property, yeah. which is, I mean, guy coming from YouTube, obviously that's how he sees things. Because he owns his own content at all times. Yeah, all the time. Not to mention, this punch is fucking. <laughs> so people saying people saying it's fake. <laughs> people saying it's fake because Jake Paul does this like kind of twitch with his wrist, and then they're saying, "Oh, look, Tyron like kind of falls in." Nobody falls if you're diving. Nobody falls directly on their forehead yeah. ever. You'll fall to your shoulder, to your shoulder, to your, your, shoulder, yeah. to your back. Uh, you'll roll. You'll uh, whatever. He literally face planted. He, al- he also put up his gloves to block and just missed. And, yeah, and, 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 and Paul connected. And Jake explained it. And a lot everybody that talks about Jake and when they fought him, they always say his power is like you don't think he has a lot of power, but he does have a lot of power. That's the one thing he's been saying all this time is I have that one punch KO, uh, KO power. And finally, we get to see it. We saw it three times already, but nobody believed it until it was legitimate. And now it's legitimate. Give the guy his money, man. The kid, he's doing the right thing. I think that if he ends up. Fighting all the guys that he wants to fight, the 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 Conor McGregor's, the Canelo's, the Anderson Silva's, which I think Alex and the intern and I were having this conversation in the chat, is I think Anderson Silva should be the next fight. It's the it's the smartest thing for him right now because Anderson Silva is coming off a fight where he beat a former boxing champion in a mm-hmm. decision. So Jake Paul fighting Anderson Silva, a couple inches shorter, but they're the same size. That's a good fight for Jake Paul, and he and he can prove a lot that way. But I don't know if it's the market, most marketed fight. Yeah, I like I like Le'Veon Bell saying uh, you should fight me next, and Jake Paul answered, "I dropped you faster than the Ravens." That's a good one. And then <laughs> and then and then people started posting the video of Le'Veon Bell like hitting pads, and he looks good yeah. compared to a guy like me, but he's super slow. Jake Paul, I think it's yeah. weird for me to say this. But Jake Paul would beat the shit out of Le'Veon Bell in a boxing fight. I don't think it's that weird considering the guy's been training for years at yeah, this point. Yeah. He's he's three or four years into his boxing career. Not not just fights, but into starting and training for this. Yeah. Right? All Crazy. right, I'm bored. We're going to another uh, top. Terry and I get into boxing. It's it's the one place yeah. in the fight game where we can talk for a while. Yeah. Another top five list for you, all right? Give me. 
Think hard with your stomachs here. Your top five favorite meals in 2021 that you ate. Oh, that I've eaten. Oh, when I went to New York City, we, we went to Smith & Walensky's. I had the best steak of my life with like a, with, um, a clam chowder. Mm-hmm. I believe it's pronounced chowder. 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 Uh, clam chowder. And uh, the steak was the best steak I've, I've had ever had in my life. By far. Um, well, there was a part of the year where we couldn't go to restaurants. Yeah. And so I went, to, I've started going to some of the, the restaurants I like just because to support them to a time that would be difficult for restaurants to stay open. Yeah. Um, and not all of them were small struggling places. And this place is one of them that wasn't small <laughs> struggling. I went to park and, um, there was a piece of tuna that would look beautiful that, um, they were cutting up on Instagram and, um, I, I, I mentioned messaged saying, Hey, that tune looks amazing and then later on that day my wife was like hey can we go pick up park i said sure put in the order and then lo and behold when i came home he i that little bit of delicious insanely fresh looking tuna was added and it was oh. yeah, it was i didn't even do it for that reason um i'm i'm not a guy who's looking for handouts but it it was it was cool it was a cool experience and it was, good? And it was delicious i have been to park well. but I, everybody says it's good yeah. also well, to, to the people in the show Call it their favorite sushi in the city. So I literally, the only reason I'm not going this year for New Year's Eve is because they're closed. But I've gone there, I think, four years in a row. Oh, for really? the New Year's Eve special, yes. My, uh, you have to go at least once for the experience. My girlfriend is a Lebanese, so she's introduced me to some pastries. There's one. It's called Halawet Jibin. But you got to say Halawet Jibin. She's gonna mm-hmm. laugh if she hears this. And then it, it's these little bites, okay? But they're filled with like uh, ricotta cheese, mm-hmm. and the outside is like a dough mm-hmm. with pistachios on top. Yeah, I've had these. It's a phyllo dough, right? No, but it's soft. Yes, it, it's dough. No, it's not. It's not a phyllo. It's not like a. It crumbles. Yeah, uh, no, it doesn't crumble. It's like very mushy. It's almost like it's. So like, it has a pastry dough kind of thing. Yeah, it's almost like, like, like it's uncooked kinda? dough. Oh, oh, I know the thing you're talking about. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. And like that, that's one of your favorite meals. You just ate no, all no, a bunch of dessert. No, no, that was just like <laughs> a, di- a dish that I discovered this year. That was really great. Um, that and uh, there's this other uh, Lebanese ice cream, Syrian ice cream called Ash- uh, Booza. I Booza. I was I no, was that's alcohol, Terry. No, it's booze. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking through uh, Chinatown, and they had some sort of outdoor food festival thingy that we noticed after already having eaten in Chinatown, but eating and then having to eat again has never stopped me from eating. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Unless it's after 7 p.m. Yeah. And then, well, no, it was a cheat day, so <laughs> I was allowed to eat after 7. Um, and so we does stopped. She lo- does she lock, like, put a lock on the no, door? No, it's me. She, she finds me psychotic in terms of, like, how I'm able to follow, like, a oh, diet really? plan, a menu plan, and all that. Like, oh, fuck. She oh, thinks I'm a crazy person. Up, you gotta lock me up. She, so she just got Invisalign put in. Um, it's like braces you can't see. Um, and so... It's but the thing John is, Cena of braces. To... to <laughs> To to uh, what's it called? To uh, to eat, she has to take them off every time. Yeah. So she can't snack now, and she's losing her mind because <laughs> she normally will eat um, like something yay small. It's for the listening audience, really small. <laughs> um, but like twelve times a day, she, like she's eating continuously throughout the day, but it's always these really small portions. I love it. Uh, whereas for me, it's it's really like breakfast at ten a.m. This much. Uh, really? It's, it's oh, like I can't do that. My amount of almonds are, are weighed. I yeah. can't do. I can't do. Your amount almonds are weighed. Yeah, ounce and a half. You're a terrorist. <laughs> no, it's, You're it's a psychopath. It's the only way I found that I could lose weight and keep it off. It's, You're a psychopath. It's the only way. Uh, but yeah, so we stumble into this place, um, and I say stumble because we had uh, cracked a couple of balls of sake before that, <laughs> um, and there was this ice cream that was delicious, like the quality of ice cream I put on par with what I've had in in Italy. Yeah. Um, in terms of the actual quality of ice cream, there was 
vanilla mango. And it was out of this world. Out of this world. Here? Yeah. Montreal? Yeah. Uh, Where was it? So it was one of those stands. They have a they have a place. That I wish I could plug them because it's really good. I don't remember Klempa or something like that. Oh, you're talking about it's uh, like an Asian uh, Chinese Kem- Kemkoba. Kemkoba, yeah, yeah. It's the best ice cream. Oh my god, in the world. Oh my god, it's the best. People ice cream. should travel it's here a, to have that ice cream. It's a Vietnamese. Yeah, Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Sorry, it was in Chinatown, but they were Vietnamese. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, no, the the place you went to wasn't in Chinatown. No, but they had a kiosk. Oh, a kiosk. So oh, it was okay. soft serve in a container. I was yeah, like, this yeah. can't be good. Amazing. But I need to eat it anyway. So what they do is they're only open throughout the spring and summer months. They yeah. close. Uh, it was in, in October, and then they. So what they do is every two weeks they have a new swirl flavor, and it's uh, they never miss. They never miss. Ah, this world. If you want to get your ice cream, go to Cam Coba at 60 Fairmont West, yeah, uh, Montreal, Quebec. H2T2M2. And it's a good corner, man, because you go to Walensky's right across the street, and then right next door yeah, to Cam Coba, <laughs> right next door to Cam Coba, it's that $5 pasta place. It's the counter yeah, yeah, where yeah. they just give you sauce. and You pa- choose the pasta, you choose the sauce. No, just gnocchi. So it's oh, gnocchi, gnocchi and okay. tomato sauce, 5 bucks, a dollar for extra cheese. Go to the dab, get a bottle of water. That you water. don't have to do anything. Fairmont Bagel, right at that same corner too. By the exactly, way, exactly. Fairmont Bagel. This, this, this is, is the best. This corner. is Montreal. I'm not getting water at a, at, a, at a corner store. I'm getting a beer and I'm drinking it outside, <laughs> like a <laughs> like a goddamn adult. Yeah, yeah. Um, water. The, okay, this is one last one. Some, something I made. It's not even a, a particularly great meal, but uh, it was after um, after football uh, a couple a couple weeks ago. Um, I. In, in in vibed and I was I was you know I was feeling it you know oh, yeah. got into it and I was like you know what um, I, I got the oh congratulations cheese. by the way thank you buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot sauce sports what, which which division did we win I don't know some shitty one tier 2 tier 2 of three. hot sauce tier sports tier 2 C tier yeah. 2 C yeah. which is the shittiest of the, the six the hey, sixth best division 6 of 9 yeah so I mean I mean if you're gonna win percentiles yeah so, <laughs> just call me Champion Sixty Nine. Yeah, fuck those guys that it lost. Was four of seven. Listen, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hot sauce sports. Yeah, a four of seven, baby. That's that sounds it, about baby. right. <laughs> We're the fourth best thing you can listen to of the seven things you listen exactly. to. Exactly. There you go. Um, no, so so um, I you know I was I was at the munchies. I rarely get them. I got them that night, and I was like, you know what? I earned it. I earned it. So. Fried up some bacon and made a cream cheese bagel with bacon. And it was the moment I realized when you're high, you chew really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> because like all the flavors of whatever you're eating. Yeah. Just like float. Uh, it was amazing. In unison. It was amazing. It, it was the best thing I've eaten. Yeah. Forget the, the ridiculous tuna I talked about. Forget the best ice cream in the world. It was this bagel that I had <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Sunday night <laughs> while watching the latest episode of Kirby Enthusiasm on my phone. I discovered grapes as a munchie this year. Oh yeah, because I I realized that when I'm white stoned, or red, huh? White or red grapes? Red, like the purple. I'm a red ones. grape guy too. Purple ones. I like the white ones better. But um, I I discovered that uh, when I'm baked, I like liquid sugar, like Gatorade, uh, fruits. Um, but grapes are good because they kind of explode with liquid in your mouth. You get high and you eat healthy. <laughs> yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> Like I'm having a Gatorade. Some guys are having a Coke. You're getting I'm hydrated. Like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you got to <laughs> replace those electrolytes. Otherwise, get cotton mouth, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Fuck, no, man. so um, I have had an issue with grapes because I've had this issue with my with my wisdom tooth. Um, the worst part about it is when you eat a grape and it explodes, it's delicious. But then the skin just gets vacuum sealed into that oh, crevice. The it's the worst. worst. You, you got to get in there with a toothpick, and you're like, nah, uh, nah. water flosser, change your life. Oh, oh that's the sprays. Oh, it's the best. Really? It's the best. Change your life. Really? Change your life. It's fucked up. 
All right, just that's enough out of this right? one. Just carry, show. Just carry I thought, I thought you had something to, to add, no. Eagle. Um, so where I want to tie this to the NFL was people are talking about Jake Paul and like, but what does this mean? And, and but the sanctity of the sport and but what are we watching? And, and, and the thing is, you're doing this the same time they're watching Nick Mullins try and save the Brown <laughs> season as, as the NFL grasps at dollars because you're not going to cancel games because yeah. you're going to make... You're going. You're going to make all that money, and how is this different from Jake Paul trying to make his money? Nick Mullins is the Jake Paul of football. <laughs> he might actually be. He Nick Mullins be. is the Jake Paul of football. That's a fucking tweet right there. Put that. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, Jake Paul is, is the, <laughs> Jake Paul. Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins is, is the Jake, Jake Paul of football. Um, Nick Mullins is NIC. I think just NIC, no K at the end. I believe. Is it like Nicholas? Like Saint Nick? Yeah, I think it's just. You think you would have been better a week before Christmas? He should look this up. Yeah. Uh, there is a Nick Mullins. He's a senior director of operations uh, for the Marine Learning Systems in Vancouver, British let's Columbia, tweet, Canada. Let's, let's tweet and ask if he, is, this guy, <laughs> is the Jake Paul of the NFL. But that is not the same. Nicholas no, 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 no. Clayton Mullins of the American Football Quarterback. I need. Uh, I need to know, oh, Eagle. American. No, no, but Eagle. What I actually need to know is if if that Nick Mullins, the first one, yeah. is the Jake Paul of the NFL. I highly doubt it. He might be. We don't know. We don't know how to He's had a 13-year career at this company, man. Oh, he went bad. from programmer to director of operations to now senior director of operations. I mean, that's quite a quite a progress. Hey, he's moving up like moving Jake up. Paul. Just say it. <laughs> just say it. Uh, but like, just like so, I've never been as bored with football as I was last night. And yeah, was, both games were pretty rough to watch. Because we're not even watching professional football anymore. Yeah. Because the, the injuries already have an impact, right? Yeah, exactly. And and you already feel like, okay, are we crowning the best team or the healthiest team at the end? Yeah. And then on top of that, we have guys missing games. We still have two games tonight. And and here's the thing. like, uh, Listen, we I've been very clear about my stance from the beginning. I'm pro-vaccine, pro-medicine, so on and so forth. At the same time, we've reached a point now where the, the, the people involved in the sporting event are more vaccinated than the general public. By yeah. percentage, right? Yeah. Also, the people attending most sporting events are all vaccinated. Are all vaccinated. So, but whatever. Let's say you want to move the crowd because you want to you want to limit the spread because you want to alleviate the, you know the, the the people in the hospital. I understand all that. Fine, fine, Good fine. Good cool. deal. However, Excellent. however, the players themselves right now, who the ones, especially the ones who are vaccinated, th- this variant is not seemingly to seemingly deadly. Uh, as no, deadly as previous, nobody's died from Omicron. Correct, like like, or, or not that I know of anyway. But but it's going to happen. It's very also very new. So exactly. But so as far as we know, right now it's not as deadly. It's more contagious. Yes, that's terrible. There, a group of people who are vaccinated largely, and hospitalization still recently fine. We, especially here in Quebec, we got murdered. Um, isn't wait one sec? Isn't it, isn't it a virus when it's more the more contagious it is, the least the less dangerous? Not, it necessarily, is? Not necessarily, but okay. traditionally, yes. Okay, yeah. all right, so, so, go for it. Um, and so we should get Doctor Akula. It's true. Could you get Doctor Akula on your bed? I don't think he'd feel comfortable talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. well, he did already. Especially you know? now, we well, did before well, everything became political on, F- on FPF. He did. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the beginning, beginning when it well, was back like, with hey, sci- just stay what? at home and wash your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back, back, <laughs> back with science. Okay, sir. <laughs> Back when we thought of science as science and, and not a political issue. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um But so if that's the case, why are why are we doing like it's either safe enough to play or it's not safe enough to play? Like, yeah. So what so are we you're, doing? If you're doing it, then do it. Yeah. If someone's as I, again, if someone's symptomatic and someone's not vaccinated, and you want to say, hey, we have a difference of protocols, I get that a thousand percent. I'm behind it. You know what? It is what it is, right? Like. 
or someone faking a vaccination card. Yes, yeah. punish the fuck out of them. Of course. Thank you. Perfect. Great. Although uh, Bruce Arians was all of a sudden less less uh, committal about the return of of Antonio Brown really? once uh, once Godwin got uh, you know got put on IR. Of course. All of a sudden of he's like, course. well, we're reevaluating because our circumstances changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So your circumstances you need. So now, now. it doesn't benefit <laughs> yeah. us. Now we're gonna change. We're gonna. Now we don't have to be hard. Yeah. It, so, so the thing is, fuck yourself. But the I transparency, un- these fucking people, man. But I understand. I understand. Again, I understand having these rules in place. What I don't understand is, given all the information. Either it's safe enough to play the games or it's not safe enough to play games, That's right? It. And so if you've made the decision it's safe enough to play, then players who are non-symptomatic, who are vaccinated, I don't have a problem with them playing. Yeah. Not, I, may, I, I, I don't want to sound like, believe me, I'm the furthest from the you know, QAnon folk or whatever, but like, at this point, it, it, need, it needs to make sense from sort of like a, a medical perspective, and no one's given me that. No one's given me a medical perspective that actually makes sense. What I'm hearing a lot of is people on both sides of this, again, from the sort of political diatribes that I'm not interested in the first at, at all. I don't give a shit about that. If you look into this with a political mindset, you're lost already. Yeah, what are you doing? You can't. You can't. Yeah. And I think Baker Mayfield went off on Twitter, right? Basically, he you did, know, sitting yeah. on the N- on the NFL, basically saying like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Like, players have to self-report, or yeah. you're, they're you know saying like, I have this, I have that, or only because a player on the team self-reported. Now you're testing everyone, and people who are quote fine are suddenly are not allowed to play. And so the teams that didn't report anything are actually allowed to play, yeah. even though they have the exact same problems. Yeah, quickly, this right? is a league where people, uh, by and large, by a greater proportion of the hu- than anyone any other sector in 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 human society are reporting brain damage because of their their work conditions. That's crazy. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this disease... But a disease that not hasn't killing. killed anybody. But and, and again, I understood it the first outbreak when we didn't have the information. I understood with Delta that was... That was now... I can't wait for the Netflix doc in 15 years about the conspiracies about this. Can't <sighs> wait. Because there's something there. It doesn't make any sense. My girlfriend was asking me, how could you have a conspiracy theory? I'm like... I don't know. Maybe the pharmaceutical companies are holding the Canadian government's hostage with something, uh, and they're like everybody has. I to don't, it. The thing is, I'm not thinking it's that. I don't think it's that big. The but there's is, something any, going anything on. Anything that's that big never works because you can't keep four people in a room from exactly. saying something exactly. to somebody, right? Yeah. So um, it, it's like I mean, the, they did hide aliens for a long time, though. I feel like that was a small group, though, and then. Because yeah. we also then heard about it for 70 years. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? Like, also, only the people that get abducted by aliens are always like in the most rural parts of the United States. Have you ever realized that? Yeah. It's like the aliens don't care about any other country in the world. But Independence, they told us they're going to attack New York. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's lying, Terry. <laughs> um, Just last thing on the COVID <laughs> protocols. There's games. We're recording this on a Tuesday night, so there's yeah. actually two games tonight. Awesome for yeah. people who love watching football. Yeah, but such for people who have to work and put on a show and <laughs> bet blindly as they're doing a show. Eagle. So one thing that uh, people haven't talked about as much is the teams that got rescheduled to the Monday and Tuesday games because they had so many cases of COVID. As they had a chance for players on their roster to kind of like clear protocols, their opposing teams were getting players put on the protocol. So it's actually been the reverse shift, right? So Washington Eagles, for example, uh, that game, I think Washington had a whole bunch of players. They're all back, and now a bunch of Eagle players are now on the protocol instead. So that is now the reverse of what's happening. So now they're asking to get pushed the, pushing the games, which obviously isn't happening. It's fucking bananas. And now the Sunday games that are coming up, or the Saturday games in some cases for the next weekend, are all going to have shorter windows to prep for yeah. as well. So the entire competitive of integrity is completely thrown out the window. But what does it matter? Because whether <laughs> Jake Paul or the NFL or we're seeing it now in, in the NCAA, 
more clear than ever before. <laughs> this is all of this is just a financial transaction. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's us betting, whether it's Jake Paul fighting, whether it's the NFL, whether it's college coaches jumping ship for private planes and millions <laughs> upon millions of dollars, all of this is just a business. There's n- none of it matters. It's that fucking Prince money. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, speaking of Saturday games, uh, Tom Brady uh, can't beat the Saints in the regular season, man. Like. It can't be done. And this is a game, too, where by the end of the first quarter, he had nobody on his team. He had nobody, right? Yeah. Because between Antonio Brown faking a vaccine card, uh, between the the injuries early in the game to Godwin, Fernet, um, Evans, um, and, and whoever else was missing because of protocols, like, he looked like a 44-year-old man well, for the first time. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. Bobby Miller was double cover. He was being double covered. Scotty Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller, sorry. Yeah. Bobby Miller, I think, does my taxes. <laughs> Bobby Miller is like a local basketball, like really good basketball player, like from or, Montreal. Or is Bobby Miller a singer who, as a talented <laughs> woman, is bringing back Motown? Maybe. Bobby Miller. Maybe. We all know the only way to beat Tom Brady is to put a ton of pressure in his face and force quick throws and yeah. try and play man on coverage. That's exactly what the Saints did here. You just put a ton of pressure on him, and he's throwing to receivers he doesn't get a lot of reps with. Yeah, you win. Yeah, I will say like so. So that you know, he threw that late pick uh, to to Gardner Johnson. Uh, great undercut by him. Although it, I don't know because of how precise the game has gotten. Was the route run too deep? Did he allow for Gardner Johnson to cut underneath? Because Brady obviously was very upset after the play. Um, and I will say, after throwing that one incomplete, uh, he had a similar result. Tossing this Microsoft surface. Nobody there. Just <laughs> hit the ground. Oh. Those Microsoft tablets have taken some blows over the... If you're Apple, how is that not your next ad? How are you not paying whatever yeah, exactly. it takes <laughs> to make this an iPad? You know, it, should be, it should be like Peyton Manning. It should be paid by Apple to take an iPad and smash it on the floor and then pick it up and be like, oh, it still works. Or, or That'd like, be unbelievable. Or get Drew Brees, who, who throws it, it. It still works. It cuts Tom Brady, smashes it, and is like, well, I guess this iPad still works. But then Tom Brady comes back and says, it's because of his arm strength. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that. It might make me buy both tablets. Yeah, exactly. If that was a commercial, I'd buy two tablets. Excellent marketing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so it's, it was clearly frustrating for him. Yeah. Um, and, again, given especially the, the, the position he's played with. And then... Likewise, you see Belichick on a Saturday night playing a game against the Colts. I realize, Eagle, now uh, it's been a long year. I set up the Saturday game, talked about Tom Brady who played on Sunday instead, and now I'm back to Saturday. So calling myself out here for not following my own script. Uh, but Belichick uh, taking a loss with the Patriots after the very exciting game where they ran the ball 38,000 <laughs> times uh, and threw it three times, uh, they, get, they get just ripped apart by the Colts and... Again, it just comes out to I don't even know what I'm watching. I don't know if these teams, when these all these teams meet again in the playoffs, because there's a chance they might, will we get completely different results? Because all of the players now will be back, and here we go. And and none of these games actually matter in the first place. Exactly. It's like I don't know, man. It's am I is the Colts we saw against the Pats? Is that the Colts that we're going to see heading into the playoffs? Or is it the old three Colts to start the season? Exactly. When or, they had all their players. When they had, had all their yeah, players. Exactly. Is Jonathan Taylor going to be able to bust off crazy runs? Is he MVP, has to be the MVP, right? 
Remember, we, we couldn't figure out who the MVP was last week. I mean, let's let's run through it. I mean, who's who? We, did, we literally did this last week. No, we but we figured we're being we got new candidates here. Yeah. Jonathan t- JT. But if they make the playoffs, I don't see why not. He can't be. He he'll get some votes. For I sure. say Derrick Henry personally because we saw what yeah Daniel, we saw it's true. we saw what Daniel looks yeah. like. But if not him, then it's the other running back, Jonathan Taylor. But I don't see how it would, they wouldn't give it to Derrick Henry. There's no no logical explanation to the definition of the, the rule <laughs> of the rule. But even though the award is never that, it's it's who played best. Yeah, but. The most valuable player yeah. has to be Derrick Henry because yeah, all of a sudden Ryan Tannehill looks like Miami Tannehill. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this story. Uh, before A day before, 24 hours before, the Giants announced uh, that Mike Lennon and maybe Jake Fromm would be playing quarterback for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, it w- they announced it would be Fan Appreciation Day at uh, MetLife Stadium, oh, a stadium that all so Giants smart. fans hate. Um, really? Yeah. They, Why? They, well, because they were hoping to get a stadium in the city, and instead it was just right by the Meadowlands, which all fans hated. It is hated. the Meadowlands. It is. But, so, fans didn't like that location in the first place. And But where are you going to put a football stadium in New yeah, York City? I, I agree with that. I'd rather drive if uh, I guess Brooklyn. There's probably areas in Brooklyn. You no, can put but it. like it's not New York at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're not going to put it in on Manhattan, you can't. I don't know. I just I don't feel it's just the same building thing. new New York like in Futurama above the old New York. Yeah, but and people people from it's just easily accessible. Like yeah. there, how many teams don't play in the city that they're actually in? Quite a few. Exactly. No, most notably, the Ottawa Senators play in the middle of nowhere. They play. In <laughs> if there was deserts in Canada, that would be a desert. They play in Canada, I think, yeah. something like that. Um. So the so the Giants uh, are hosting Fan Appreciation Day because they said, you know what, we gotta do something for our fans. They decided to give away a medium Pepsi mm. in a cup, in in like a, a hard like a Pepsi cup, not a commemorative Giants cup of any sort, a medium Pepsi to all season ticket holders who spent thousands on PSLs, who who spent thousands on tickets, um, who are having to watch this disaster of a team. There that's, was a, that's there the was appreciation. a meeting. There was a meeting where one of the mayors said, "No, we can't give a large. It has to be a medium." <laughs> that's I saw that, and my dad, of course, pops of pops's picks, uh, is a famed Giants fan. If you're if you're <laughs> a Gi- if you're a Giants fan, yeah, and you hear this, you should be completely embarrassed, embarrassed. to have ever bought or worn any Giants gear. That is the most embarrassing thing. It's the same thing as that. It's almost the same as the Hab season tickets. When I had them, thank God I got rid of them. Mm-hmm. When I had them, is that w- to print them out again to get the hard copy? You had to pay an additional hundred and fifty dollars because they didn't take enough money. Yeah, or because exactly. But electronics free though. Electronic is free. <sighs> but for the people, well, it's because they know you're reselling and. Some people want their tickets. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, some people like to keep the them. mementos. And, yeah, yeah. So Especially if you're, it basically Canadians pays for the tourists print. travel here to watch the games. Yeah. And they want a memento yeah. from your season tickets, knowing that that's why you're printing the tickets. Listen, it comes in like a nice box yeah. and it's cut out well, but it's like you know, it's 150 bucks, man. Relax. Uh, yeah. Also, just note on that: apparently, the Pepsi was not for the holder of the season ticket, as in literal the person who had the ticket, but only, only the, the person p- whose account, yeah, uh, name was on the account. <laughs> so I, I it got me thinking, Terry. The Montreal the, the Montreal Expos had some pretty bad uh, marketing campaigns. One of which I remember I got a binder. I, them. 
I, I think I we killed Terry. That's why I'm, uh, I'm, I'm buying time <laughs> in case we might. Uh, in case I need to fill up the fill Not up even like myself. as they come in, just give the person a no. token. And again, it wasn't like, per person. It was only season ticket holders. But not both season ticket holders. Let's say like you and I. Oh, but you're not a fan if you're not a season ticket holder. It, that's it. And, and the thing is like, let's say like you. Let's say one of us is season ticket. Holder. Let's say you're a season ticket yeah. holder, and we we go to the game together, right? Yeah. You don't. You get, get a medium Pepsi. I don't get a medium Pepsi. Now, if I decide, if you can't go, and I buy Can you your negotiate ticket, the one large. I buy your ticket and I bring Eagle. Neither of us get a medium Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite topic of all time on Hot Time Sports. <laughs> Of everything we've ever done, this is by far, by far, the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. I, I is I is I've I have some dumb friends, very smart but stupid friends. Yeah, and my friends have said some dumb shit. You guys have said some dumb shit. Your on brother, show, my yeah, brother, show, my brother is on honest graves, honest graves, honest tombstone. They will say dumb shit. Just yeah, the words, just dumb shit. dumb shit. Duke is king of dumb shit. Yeah. I have said my, like I've said a lot of dumb shit. More dumb shit than not dumb shit. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to take a guess on what the team value, according to Forbes.com, of the New York Giants actually is? Six hundred. Oh no, sorry. One point. One point four million. One point four billion. Earth. Okay, no, give me an actual number. Um, I'd say two point two billion. Two. You think it's above two? Yeah. They are City. the third most valuable yeah. NFL franchise behind the Cowboys and the Redskins. Behind behind the Cowboys and behind the Patriots. Oh, the Pats really currently valued at four point eight five billion dollars. Oh. What happened? Fuck, with they really the pandemic. They really saved money. Medium Pepsi. They really saved money on those Pepsis. And they watered down too. Well, you know what? Drinks. It's because they didn't have computers until Gettleman got there. It's true. It's true. They finally got the computers. Space of the computers. <laughs> yeah, they finally got computers. <laughs> so now they couldn't afford Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, do you the have, numbers do you have they crunched on those computers said a medium Pepsi is good enough for maybe eight thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> if that's 8, because they might have sold their tickets. I bet you it wasn't even a fucking can or a bottle. It was a no, fountain. no. It was a fountain. It was a fountain. Yeah. That's even worse. That this story gets worse. <laughs> yeah. It's like Firefest. Yeah. Every detail you get <laughs> is worse ep- than the previous one. Every episode. There should be a whole Firefest on this fan's fucking appreciation day. I recently found some uh, memorabilia that I had from the Montreal Expos. Because if you remember, they had some pretty bad giveaways too. Um, one of which, and, and I gave it to my, my, my friend's son, who's a huge baseball fan. He's never heard of the Expos, by the yeah, way, obviously, because exactly. he's a child. Yeah. Um, it was, it's a binder. A Montreal Expos binder. And it was because... Uh, a pharmacy in in town, Jean Coutu, sold binders, yeah, yeah. and that's why it was a memorabilia giveaway back in the day. That's that is infinitely better than the Giants <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> infinitely better than the picture of of Henry Rodriguez on a binder, uh, or giving out the Henry bars. Uh, the other one I was gonna say was they give us the candy bars, yeah. that we didn't eat, that we threw, threw back, back on the field, field that they we <laughs> refunded. <laughs> We refunded the giveaway. Henry Rodriguez, man, those old Henry bars are the best. Eagle, do you have a do you have another list for us? I kind of want to interrupt you, but I also want to do Urban Meyer before we move on. Oh, I was setting that up as a separate topic. Oh, okay, yeah. Then I have another one for you. Go for it. Uh, the top. Yes, we clip it. That's why. Top five dumbest tweets you read oh. in 2021. Doesn't have to be Twitter. It can be oh, any social media. Man, post. I wish I was prepared for this one. Yeah, that one's pretty good. There's been. So- there's been there's been some really bad ones. I can't remember one. Fuck. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot like about like the vaccine and stuff and about the, like Habs Twitter has a lot of dumb people on there. MMA Twitter has even worse. Honestly, I can't think of one that just stands out. I'm just searching Jose Canseco. No, <laughs> Conor McGregor has had some really bad ones and he deletes them too. Conor McGregor has had some That's like... The, the hard part of this exercise is that people who tweet dumb shit often... They delete oh, it. Oh, not following Jose Canseco. I tweeted a couple dumb shit. What the fuck happened, Peace? I know, it's, it's been rectified. Okay, good. <laughs> fuck. Rectified. Maybe he unfollowed you. Yeah. I actually cleaned up my Twitter the other day. I saw Jose Canseco. I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping this guy. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Um, <laughs> Conor McGregor has some bad ones. Like, Conor McGregor, I think he's, he's tweeted too much this year. Um, here's one. There's a, you, there's a limit of tweets you can send. Here's one because Jose Canseco, um, he clearly the the Bigfoot tours are not going as well for Jose Canseco. He wrote, "I have something, some interesting news about Alex Rodriguez. If you want to know, <laughs> ask me on Cameo." <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I remember that one. Oh man, you've sent me other good tweets. Yeah. Well, fuck. We, we I would I would have put Alex the, the intern to work on this if I had known. The um. There's also the the volume of uh, okay no no OJ Simpson saying that he doesn't go to LA anymore because the killer could be anywhere yeah yeah maybe even in his own body <laughs> by the way uh because you guys are struggling a little bit I have one to add to the list <laughs> Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is the victim of domestic abuse and extortion there's pending litigation according to his agent Zach Hiller thank you at Adam Schefter. oh and he added. He deleted and added according to his agent because originally it was just from Adam, from Adam Schefter. What was the what was the context? The Dalvin Cook uh, Bef- domestic abuse. He event. was being extorted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, wow, that's what he said. Yeah, but. but there's a there's a lawsuit from both people. Oh. So instead of waiting for it to come out, it, the agent got the news to Adam Schefter, who didn't vet it and put it out as is. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I remember this. It, yeah. it, it literally good. led us to conversation of is ESPN news anymore? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um. So many stories, fuck this year. Yeah, it's it's tough again, just because so many of them have been deleted. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, like, our show is built on Twitter, right? We make fun of these things on Twitter yeah. for some reason. I can't remember them. Oh man, fuck! I wish I'd known this. I'm gonna read this Next one year. without knowing if it's done, Next year. just because those can say go. Whatever <laughs> you do, do not go to Lost Worlds Myth and Magic in Las Vegas. Uh, they have a mass policy that will not let people in. If you don't have a match, you cannot purchase a mask. He, oh, you if you don't have a mask, one. you cannot purchase a mask. Here, they have no mask for you. But when you walk right through the door, no one's wearing a mask. <laughs> don't come. Okay, so <laughs> proof, proof to what you said before. I'm on a site, okay, and it's the 76 best and funniest tweets of the year, okay? So far, the top six were all deleted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they made the list and said, I'm out of here. Exactly, yeah. Fucking. <laughs> if you're going to say something dumb, just live with it, I guess. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never deleted a tweet. No? I delete, I've deleted one. It was this year. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, <laughs> but I don't tweet that many things, and most things are not incendiary. Because it, it was funny to me when I tweeted it, but then, you yeah. know, context. Yeah. Figured um, better so off. Yeah, this so, way. so um, Urban Myers had a few tweets that we could probably go back to, uh, but better than a tweet. Imagine going on TV and having to apologize for. Well, the reason he was fired was for kicking a kicker. I mean, it was a bunch of reasons, but the last one was kicking a kicker for kicking an employee. Yeah. Um, then, as you're apologizing, saying, "Well, it's because coaching culture." has become soft and because these coaches all have agents and are making so much money. That's what he said? Yeah, which is bizarre because Urban Meyer has an agent and was the top, like, he was a highly recruited coach who got paid a whole bunch of money. So he's dumb. And he's soft. 
Yeah. I mean, he's the coaching. He's what's wrong with the new coaching culture. And you know, like so. Um, he's the biggest idiot. This guy. I remember a time where uh, someone would do something wrong, and uh, here's here's a great example of it. Right. Um, Alex Rodriguez, I don't believe he's in the Hall of Fame yet, although I think he'll get in. He will, yeah. Andy Pettit got in. Yeah. Both guys are steroid guys. Both guys apologize for steroids. Yes. Cool. Cool. Barry Bonds, because apologizing <laughs> apologizing for taking steroids would send him to prison for perjury, yeah. never did so. Of course. Um, he, <laughs> he basically uh, never apologized, and it's being held against him. Mm. And... The people who have apologized, Alex Rodriguez, rewarded with a job, rewarded with likely Hall of Fame, and he played the Hall of Fame. But that makes sense to me. It's like they apologize, and as much as I think Barry Brown should be in the Hall of Fame, no brainer, best baseball player I've ever what seen about, by what about, a lot. What about Pete Rose? Um, well, Pete Rose also said he never cheated on baseball. He signs baseballs to this day. My friend has one that says, <laughs> I never cheated on baseball, Pete Rose. Um, I think you can pay him to also get him to sign, I cheated on baseball, Pete Rose. Really? Yeah, it's more of him being just a joke at this point. Um, I think he deserves to be in. I, I, I think it's based on stats alone, for sure. Also, I have a I have a baseball <coughs> signed by Pete Rose back before you can just pay for oh, nice. sign it. So, um, I'd like for that to count. Um, but it's weird to me that the apologies then become accusations yeah. of people who who called you out for doing a thing you shouldn't have done. Yeah. So in this case, for finger banging some random girl while your family was at home and <laughs> kicking your kicker, and also being terrible at developing your Star running back and, and quarterback and he's, all these things. He's uh, he's a special kind of human, and I don't think that he should ever deserve to get a I, 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 a, high, a, pro, a like a high profile. I don't job think he's ever. getting another job in coaching <coughs> or on TV in football. I think he will definitely be That's a coach same. in college somewhere. That, that I mean, I guess at that There's point, we're, we're, the NCAA is that transparent, especially yes. especially since Deion Sanders just just picked up the number one recruit in the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like at Jackson State, where they haven't had a D one play, uh, like a number one, a top hundred recruit well, ever. They're not even a Div one school. So. They're a Div. I don't even know what they are. They're not FCS, so they're Div two. Yeah. Yeah, they're FBS, whatever it is. Yeah. And that's crazy. Good for that kid. Yeah. He made a decision that he felt was the best. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. So like, <clears throat> some school's gonna be like, we need Urban Meyer to recruit D one guys. That would be insane to me. That would that's be crazy. insane to me. Yeah. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You really think it's going to happen? Yeah, I do. I do think he's going to get a coaching job like within the next three years. Would you bet on that? Yes. Right. Would you bet on that? On Give me the odds. If, you if, have odds? Well, I mean, what if it was on hot streak? If in the next 180 seconds, will uh, Meyer get a job? No. I'm All right, sure. so you bet the under. I bet the under. <laughs> Where would you bet the under if that was such a thing? Uh, there's an app. Yeah, what's the app called? <laughs> it's hot streak. Hot Streak I Fantasy. Yeah. Hot Streak Fantasy. Um, hot Streak Fantasy is the best. <laughs> it's literally on the screen. Oh, it's on the screen. The world's qu- quickest daily we fantasy have sports game. Hot Streak Fantasy. Use the promo code Hot Sauce, and they will match your initial deposit as a bonus. Put 1000 They give you 1000 Put 999 They give you $999 to work with. Hot Streak Fantasy. Use the promo code Hot Sauce. It's where the rich make money. Before we get into rapid fire, does it mean another top five list? The top five worst bets you made in 2021. Ooh. Oh my god! Well, I mean, I, it's 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 documented. I talked about it. My whole roulette scheme, where I lost like a, a 1,500 bucks just on roulette. That's there's that one. Yeah. Uh, who was that basketball player you kept betting the over on hot streak? Oh, it was uh, Davis Bertans. <laughs> um, and I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm gonna continue betting on him. I'm when the season starts. When the season starts again, when. <laughs> I don't think he's playing. He's, I think he's out. He's injured or something. He might be. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll check. But if he's there, I'm gonna start betting on him again. Um, 
my one of my worst bets is following Terry down the Davis Bertans rabbit hole as a show of support on Hot yeah. Street Fantasy. I remember I made a bet um, because sometimes on these apps you can get like promotions or if like a free bet. So sometimes like on one of the apps I use, you get fifty dollars free bet. So if you lose, they give you fifty dollars bonus. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have to bet five times that amount to get it. Mm-hmm. So I have to bet another two hundred fifty dollars to get fifty. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, <clears throat> so I did that, but I had already used my free bet. On uh, like a fifty dollar, I f- I didn't realize that I already bet on but the thing. Used the fr- so I used yeah. another used fifty token, bucks, yeah. <laughs> and I lost both of them. That's pretty awful. <laughs> I um, what was um? I had one in mind. Oh, well, I I technically made a bet on fantasy in, in uh in the league that cost me the most money to play yeah. in the biggest prize pool. That's that it will have cost me the league. Um. I had Travis Kelsey, my first overall pick. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the season, I, I looked at the red zone targets for Kyle Pitts, and I was like, you know what? I have a good no feeling. Way. Made a bench. move never. of Kelsey for Pitts and Mahomes, nope. thinking I can show up my quarterback position, which I never care about, yeah. by the way. Never. Useless. For, but I panicked because I had Tannehill. <laughs> you need 20 points. Yeah. 18 to 20 points. That's yeah. what you need as a quarterback. And uh, Kelsey, of course, went off for 41 points this week in PPR. I have him. <laughs> um. Yeah, it cost me two leagues. Cost me a league where I thought I was taking home eighteen hundred dollars. Wow. So I so I, I, I also had, I had Hunt <coughs> and Lockett who were both out this week, which doesn't help. But that would have saved all the advance and have everyone back next week, good to go. And it cost me. So if that counts as a bet, um, I I made that bet and lost. Um, oh man, the the heat. No, sorry. The Suns. I bet the Suns over to to to, uh, to win the world's to, to when they were up the three to oh win yeah. the NBA championship. That's that's a shame. Wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was a small bet. It would have paid out a small amount. It was literally just so I can send a ticket to, to Alex the intern <laughs> when the Suns won. Uh, didn't get to do that. That's a shame. Yeah. Now the mic. Now the the ears are like alternating. It's oh. very weird. I, I think out. I may have touched you, touched your. No, it's okay. It's, it's fine. Oh, I'm waiting for them I both bet to the, work. I bet the Panthers to upset uh, the Lightning, and then saw that Kucherov was shot out of the cannon. Yeah. As he was the only guy at full health yeah. to start that series. Yeah. I was like, oh, I would be a terrible mistake. I put I put 25 bucks on Caulfield winning Rookie of the Year this year. He's been playing like dog shit. Yeah. I had uh, 25 bucks on Romanov winning Rookie of the Year last year. He's playing like dog shit. He played like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've had a few of them. I've had a few. Yeah, I had some. I had some pretty bad ones this year. I've had some really good ones though. All right. Time for some bad days for other people here with our first rapid fire. A modest proposal. A fan at the Miami Dolphins Stadium uh, had a scoreboard proposal plan, except that when they announced it, he wasn't in his seat. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> so it just cut to the woman by herself. That's her? In uh, shock. Uh, poor guy. No, poor girl. But whatever, she got an engagement out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's it? Yeah. If you're if you're the Dolphins ca- like f- like crew, you gotta know that they both had been receipts, right? At that moment, like yeah, like make sure. Or also maybe the guy he told them they told him you're gonna have to be in your seat from this time, because that's most most likely what's. Yeah. So we're gonna do it at this time, right after the halftime, like five minutes left on the clock, because there's always a clock of how much time is left in halftime. <clears throat> five minutes left. We're gonna do it. And that guy just went up. He was at the concession stand. So maybe the guy was just hammered because he was so nervous. And he's just pounding back brewskis. I, I have a, I, so here's the thing. Is I, I actually have sympathy because a lot of people are calling this guy out. Like, where could you have been that was more important? I have a similar story about my proposal. Whoa. Because we, all, we, went to a, we went to a bar. 
uh, my brother and his wife were going to be there and they were going to take the pictures when I proposed and all that stuff, right? Um, and m- my wife kind of knew this was the night. She figured out this was the night. Um, and so we, w- but my brother and his wife were 90 minutes late and I'm nervous because I'm about to propose. <laughs> and by this point, we've had several people. I think we had, by this point already, we had five beers each. Because we're waiting and nervous, and <laughs> she's kind of nervous too because she thinks this is the night. Oh, really? Okay, so and she's, so now I'm she's in on it almost. And it was it was uh, Nuit Blanche, which is this thing in Montreal yeah, yeah. where the everything's open all night long, museums. Yeah, wear white. I was like, I'm gonna find a perfect moment. I've I had too many shit things in my life to wear white. No, white I don't wear pants. white. No, I don't wear white. No, but never. anyway, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> gonna find this you know super romantic moment. Instead, made it half halfway around the block in front of some random sh- strip club and proposed to my now wife. <laughs> yeah. Don't even remember the name of the strip club. Uh, <coughs> if it's Le Downtown, I mean, that's crazy. I don't remember. It was around the corner from... Uh, St. Catherine, though? From... What was it? It's the beer place that used to be Cud Cheval. Beer, beer Market? Place? Oh, Beer, beer market. market. It's around the corner from Beer Market. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not so much free might pub. actually be. So much like free near pub. Mr. Steers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so it might actually be. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's that or Gentleman's Club. Or Gentleman's Club. Oh, no. Exactly. I think it was Gentleman's Club. Le, down, Gentleman's Le Club Downtown actually. was like my first one. We, and we went to it almost every weekend. Just like for like an hour. Yeah. We pay the five bucks. We're 18 years old. We go sit there. No lap dances. Have a couple of beers and leave. Like yeah. that's all it was they, for us. It used to be the joke between our friends. We'd be like, hey, you guys want to go downtown? Yeah, yeah exactly. The, and uh, there was that peep show. That li- down you go down the, the the down a few stairs and there's a bunch of rooms where you sit in like a a lazy boy and you can watch porn. Yeah. So you pay a dollar for like a five minutes of porn or whatever it is. It's not bad. Pretty and good then, deal. Yeah. So I w- I walked in and I'm like, oh sick lazy boy. I sat on it. My friends freaked out. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what? Don't send that. They're like, there's jizz all over that thing. <laughs> the um the the shout out by the way to my sister in law who who was able to take the picture and not capture any of the lights or Amazing. anything else that yeah, would indicate it was naturally, Always. All right. Next up, Flatline. Kyrie Irving rejoins the Brooklyn Nets with the intention of only playing road games because he is not allowed to play in New York City because he's not vaccinated. Uh, he then immediately tests positive for COVID and is going to miss the next few road games. Idiot. <laughs> so, wh- what are we doing? How is this sports? <laughs> Just take the season off at this point, because like you're, because you okay, you can't play in New York. There's also other states in the in the league where you can't play. Yeah. So you're not gonna. It's not. It's not like you can say I'll be eligible for 41 games because you're not. You're eligible for let's say 30. So you're only playing 30, and not even 30 because you missed most of the season. Because you missed most of the season. Or not most, but say so, half. Yeah. So whatever you're getting paid, obviously you're not getting. He's not getting paid for the season. So what's weird is now that he's back on COVID, he's getting his insurance paid. <laughs> now so he's he, back. Yeah, he so rejoined he the team. That, yeah. Got COVID, hasn't played, is getting insurance paid. That's amazing. That's like <laughs> That's wild to me. So it's, it's like whatever crazy. percentage of his salary that the that's in the CBA. I, I respect Kyrie Irving. I think he's uh, I think he's a um a, a well thought out individual. I think he overthinks things I think sometimes. He, he doesn't express his thoughts well. Exactly. But I, I think he is at least thinking of things. I do think that he I, I also I I fully condone his rights. He's not doing anything. He's not. He doesn't want to get vaccinated, so he's not going to go through the process. He's like, okay, I'm not going to make a fuss. I want to play these games, and that's it. I want to play as many I games mean, as I can. Not make a fuss is also an exaggeration when you think that he's holding his team hostage for at least half the, half the games in the season. Well, that's the thing. A team that's still in first place without him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, which, which, which is ridiculous. No, my point is, like, it, make your decisions. Like you were saying before, if you if you make a decision, make the decision. Play or don't play. You can't be in and out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Tyler Bertuzzi for Detroit. He can't play 
uh, he's not vaccinated. So he fly, he goes wherever he can with the team. So he's decided to play. And whenever they put him in the, ro- the lineup, they put him in the lineup. So that's fine. But he's decided to play. And Kyrie Irving has like is in and out all the time. And so you don't know what this guy is. The team should be like, listen, either you tell us a yes or no. And if you say yes and you don't do it, then you're fucking fine. Like at this point, it's have, like, ha- at this yourself. point, including the playoffs last year, have Kyrie and KD played 20 games together? No. The the trio it's the, it's it's the third year of this experiment yeah and they played less games together than we've done episodes together well for, that's for sure I mean, that's definitely because yeah. KD KD and, and the show started about the same time yeah right? pretty much so KD was injured that first season it was twenty we started twenty November twenty eighteen so it was the last year of it was the first year of, of, K, of yeah. KD at uh the la- his last year with the warriors cuz i remember like at that time we kept talking about how sick is it going to be when KD and Kyrie are playing together <laughs> yeah, exactly and KD missed the entire first season cuz of the injury fine yeah. he comes back and then they get James Harden and then the, there was like i think seven total games where the three of them are on the court together okay um and then in the playoffs Kyrie and James Harden got hurt and then Kyrie hasn't played at all this season and then tests positive for covid and is also only going to play some of the road games and also can't practice with a team in New York City. Uh, I don't even... I can't even... And also, they're still in first place. <laughs> and they won a game a couple nights ago with... Uh, with the, I think, was it... Yeah, Robin Lopez was the leading scorer. Oh, I made another bad bet, just to remind you the other day. Gabe Vincent, I said he's going to score over 13.5 points the other day. He scored 8 points in the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. He didn't score 1 point the rest of the game. Yeah. Can um, you go fuck yourself, Gabriel Vincent? It, it's also never it's, heard of you. Why am I betting? Oh, he was on. He was on the, the Nigerian national team. Oh, he was. He plays for the Heat. Yeah, never heard of this so guy. It's part of it is is the way Spolstra does his rotations, where sometimes he starts guys who only play seven minutes. He ended up playing play nine sixteen minutes, minutes but he yeah. played ten minutes the first ten minutes, and then he played six the rest of the game. It was fucking crazy. It's Spolstra has weird rotations. I watched a Heat game because of Gabriel Vincent, and I'll never get that fucking hour left back. In my and you watched them without without Jimmy Butler and Batman Bayer. <laughs> Because I know the game you're talking about. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, that's that's dumber. What I did, what, what, betting on Game you know Vincent and watching a Heat game. You know what's dumber? We both watched that game. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. It's dumber. You know exactly the game you're talking about. Than the Giants Appreciation Day. No, nothing's dumber than yeah. that. Oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. Field of Dreams. A Jaguars fan ran onto the field moments before James Robinson scored a touchdown. And this was captured from the end zone. Oh, you got a fan on the field. There's a guy on the field. If that was Gardner Mitchell, Gardner Mitchell would have thrown the ball. I was going to say, he's open. Yeah. He was more open than any of the Jags receivers on have ever been. Yeah. If that, if that was Gardner Mitchell, he's guaranteed going on. And, like, the, the Jags are so expecting it to, like, not count. Did they actually score? <laughs> <laughs> and, the they're, and they're upset about it. They're like, fuck, what happened there? We got points. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 is yeah, that a good yeah, thing? Yeah. Is that, good. <laughs> is that a good thing? Jags advance to get... They, they, sorry, they fall back behind in the po- in the standings, but have now advanced to get the first overall pick um, in next year's draft after getting the first overall pick last year. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, all right. Daily Sauce. The story of the PNC tournament may have been Tiger Woods and his son uh, playing together, but Hot Sauce Sports' most valuable golf, uh, golf dad, golf dad. dad, thank you, goes to John Daly, who is rocking the Santa Claus look. And ripping heaters, as this tweeter points out. Ripping heaters on the golf course. Um, 
There's there's never has there been an athlete? Like, I thought you were gonna post a video of him chipping barefoot with one hand. No, no, no. It, I, I, it was just a picture because sometimes a picture's worth a thousand videos. This is unbelievable. Uh, just smoking a cigarette during the middle of a golf of a golf tournament with your son. Have you ever watched his son play? Yeah, his son is so good. Yeah, He's so fucking good. Well, uh, Tiger's is pretty awesome too. Tiger's son pointing at, too. pointing even at a forty foot putt as it sinks. Even even uh, even Stenson, his yeah. son is really good. Like there's Charlie Wood. I was showing my girlfriend how good this kid is. Okay. And I even tweeted out the other day. I'm like, I say this with the most, in, with the most sincerity, and as with envy, something like that as possible. Charlie, you can fuck right off. <laughs> he he hit on a 170 yard iron with two feet against the water, against the wind, and a straight line. He's 12. Two, two feet from the fucking hole. He's 12. He's what? 12 years old. I I've, I've played almost. Probably close to 100 games of golf. I played double his age. <laughs> the amount of years I've been playing, and I've never done that. It makes no sense. But so you seen how big the kids' hands are? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, this kid's gonna be a, a superstar. Absolutely, I, I think so. Really well. hope the the, he, the other he thing though. A good superstar. Just keep him away from the supermodels. I was gonna say if he has, a, I really hope this just kid keep has away from like, waitresses. Has the like supermodels a, fight. <laughs> I hope he has like a LeBron James career where he's like he's like clean. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. He might be. Up and down. In to the be media. fair, Tiger Woods did until that Thanksgiving. Until, uh, there's been a couple. Uh, but so, so when I saw John Daly, I was like, "Is John Daly the most Kenny Powers athlete we've seen in 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 real?" No, Kenny Powers is based on John Smoltz. So I have one more to to propose. Lawrence Taylor. No, not John Smoltz. Uh, Johnny Rocker. Johnny Rocker. That's yeah. right. John, John Smoltz is like a very low key guy. Yeah, I was I was surprised. <laughs> like, I'm forgetting something about John, John Smoltz's Rock. career. But I was thinking Lawrence Taylor. Between uh, the partying, yeah. the drugs, the showing up to a team meeting yeah. in handcuffs. In handcuffs, yeah. <laughs> Not because you were arrested, because you couldn't find the key from the night before. And you you ripped out a bedpost to get those handcuffs out. Yeah. Uh, but he made the meeting on time, so. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, Broadway Joe. Yeah. Can't forget about Broadway Joe. Prolific. Uh, there's been a couple. Brian Bosworth, the other day. Uh, our buddy Gardner Sh- Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Yeah. yeah. My buddy, Sha- our buddy Sean, the other day sent me a video of like a commercial, of Brian Bosworth from like a trailer from a movie. It was unbelievable. I didn't know he was an actor. I didn't know he was an actor. He, he was like those, like those '90s, '80s, like mullet, uh, biker, uh, badass oh, guys. So, so he was like one of the first guys Steven Seagal has to kick the ass exactly. of in the movie. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. the last. He's the last guy. Oh, he's like the big boss. Yeah, he's, he's not the a mini last boss. Guy. Yeah, that's the, impressive. The movie's called Stone Cold. If you can pull it up, impressed no. towards the end. Oh. <laughs> But what I am going to bring up, bend it like Zane. The Carolina Panthers were auditioning kickers moments before their game against the Washington football team. Um, let's just say, Terry, I think you would have had better luck being the kicker for this game. We're seeing, we're watching some of the kicks. A lot of onside kicks being attempted for some reason that I don't understand. I think they were just going to use them. They were going to go for twos unless they needed to go for an onside kick. So they were just practicing. But like the CFL... Um, I need a rant about the CFL at the end. Right, just uh, do just it like, now. Just like a two-minute rant. Just okay. do it now. I'll, I'll let you have all this rapid fire. Okay. So you get all three minutes to yourself. No, but like we've we've had Matt Mangel on the Weekly Sauce, and he's a kicker for the Alouettes, and he can punt and kick. He played for UCLA, and he tweeted out. He said he's like, yeah, kickers should be more kickers should be uh, dual threats, like both. Like you should be able to do both. The fact that they don't have a guy that's able to step in, like the punter can't kick a field goal, like that kind of thing, is really weird. But they're paying two guys for one guy's job. If they lowered that and you had an additional linebacker or receiver, I think the NFL would. I think just that. because of the specialization, like it, it's not hard for a kicker to punt, but to be able to punt with that level of specialization yeah, that too. or kick 
field goals with that. You know what I mean? Like, like Justin Tucker, for example, if he's not the kicker and you have just a punter, maybe he makes a 35-yard field goal, yeah. but can he hit the 52-yard of the way Justin Tucker does? Exactly. So my CFL rant. My CFL rant is the great cup was last week. Okay? Nobody knew. We didn't talk about it. No. So Hamilton uh, loses to Winnipeg in overtime. I watched the fourth quarter and overtime. Decent game. Apparently, the rest of it was boring, and I'm not surprised. Okay? Now, the product on the field the way the cameras are, you can't get a feel to how good the game is. The game is actually a good game. And most of the presentation to CFL is awful. awful. God, dog shit. It's the, it's, it's, they're stuck in the line. And I was at the gym with ex-coach of the Alouettes, a mutual friend of ours, and we were talking about it, and he's just like, the camera angles are awful. You can't get a real feel. The, the game is so fast down there, but the field is so wide that it looks like plays take too long and all that stuff. Anyway, my issue is more with the CFL's marketing team is that I have interviewed, me and Alex, on Weekly Sauce, we've interviewed dozens dozens probably a dozen of alouettes players cfl players you and i have interviewed cfl players we had a cfl player players. announce his retirement exactly in, in yeah, john exactly bowman. yeah john bowman announces retirement on, the, on show. the show we spoke to uh ben cahoon we spoke to tony washington we spoke to chris aki uh gino lewis who had a great year jake wanicky had a great year like all these guys um I follow all these guys on Twitter. I follow the CFL on Twitter. I follow the news. Like I, I, I'm not a super CFL fan, but I know decently enough. Marco Bruyette is a very close sh- uh, friend of the show. He yeah. is does play-by-play for the Alouettes on TSN Radio. I did not hear the week a week leading up to the Grey Cup. I did not see one tweet, one Instagram post, nothing, not one commercial on YouTube, anything. And marketing the Grey Cup. Our Instagram had more posts that we saw for it than other people's. Exactly. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. That is why the CFL is failing. The CFL is not failing because the talent isn't there. The talent is there. The CFL is failing because there's no marketing engine behind the C- behind their whole thing. You've had an experience with a yeah, front which office. Which we won't of talk team, about which we won't specifically. Talk about, yeah. <laughs> just to show you how dumb they are. They think so small minded yeah. that it's never gonna do well. And the XFL now just expanded in twenty twenty three. The XFL is coming back in twenty twenty three. They're gonna kill the CFL. All those good American players are going to stay there, and they're going to all the best ones are going to be in the, in, in the XFL, and the CFL is going to die because people because they don't have they don't know how to market. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. You can't rely on your biggest on your biggest market in Saskatchewan. You can't rely on them and BC and maybe Toronto on driving the entire league. You need to do something else. Terry, for a long time, the Great Cup was on thanks American Thanksgiving Thursday. Stupidest decision in the world. You have. If you just put it Friday, you have all of America with no football to watch for a whole day. Also, you know why college football play on Friday nights and Saturday? Because there's no football. <laughs> because there's NFL on Sunday yeah. morning. You know when the Great Cup was played this year? At 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Canadians, Nobody's watching. At this point, because of all the gambling and all the fantasy, Canadians aren't even watching. Canadians aren't watching. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Let alone like trying to grow it for the American population, right? Yeah. I knew three guys that went to the game. I didn't hear about it once. Yeah. That went to the game. And our last topic for rapid fire. Let's make it quick here. The Grinch's roast beef, a beast. Um, what are you guys doing for Christmas finally? Because we're in a little bit of a weird situation here. And nice little pickle. So well, is the pickle going to be on the table? Or are you going to get yeah. a catered buffet? Someone cooking? No, nah, we're uh, it's whoever's house we go to. We're going to a restaurant on my dad's side. And then we're going... Um, one of my aunts on my mom's side. You need to be out of the restaurant by 10 p.m. Yeah, that's fine. We're, cause we, we because we have two it gets more contagious after yeah, 10, after 10 p.m. Yeah. It's, it's, Everyone two, knows that. We have two babies so in the family, so we do. That works uh, out, yeah. yeah. Um, and then on my mom's side, we're just doing like whatever. Stay on. Uh, we host Christmas Eve uh, because we have, well, at first we were the ones with the house, and now we, we still sort of have the, the more hostable house. 
Um, I'm making a uh, giant full ribeye roast. Um, and everyone else is bringing some odds and ends and sides and appetizers and stuff like that. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, we're actually because you're a good ten, cook. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. We we um, <coughs> sorry, we're gonna be um, ten because that, it turns out that's the maximum allowed. But also, we were planning to be ten anyway. I'm gonna so be eleven. Fuck you. So man. for the first time, for the first time in a long time, we're doing a sit down meal and not like buffet style. We're actually gonna serve courses and stuff. So yeah. pretty excited about okay. that. Eagle, what are your plans? Um, normally I have provided like a, that we can have Christmas. I have a traditional meal with my family on Christmas Eve, and then I go to my girlfriend's family on Christmas Day. But this year it's going to be different, so we're actually not doing my family on Christmas Eve, but we're going to do it at her family's instead. Okay. But I'm bringing some of our traditional items at our Italian dinner to her place. So the seven the, fishes. Yeah, the one we always do. That's seven literally fishes. only one. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas Eve is always fish, and then Christmas Day is All always right. meat. So, so the so, Italian side f- for us. Has to do the seven fishes. So it's normally supposed to be seven courses of fish. My mom instead makes a seven fish salad. Um, and we have to have meat because uh, Latin America. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're doing is there's only one, there's one dish we have every year only on Christmas Eve and only then, never, out, uh, never else throughout the year, which is an anchovy and like a roasted garlic sauce with capellinis, so like the angel hair pastas. Oh, yeah. It's the only time of the year we actually have it. And That's I'm amazing. legally not allowed to eat it else time. So I'm bringing it to their house to make for them. I for, love it. It's like for our fried cod. Yeah. We do deep fried cod. Yeah, I do. I do cod. It's, yeah, uh, we do. We only that, and we have these potato donuts. We only eat at Christmas. Potato yeah. donuts. Yeah. So normally our meal is uh, caviar, smoked salmon, uh, shrimp cocktail. Then we have the fried cod. We also have a cod salad as well. We do the anchovy pasta. We do lobster tails. We do uh, roasted <gasps> eel in the oven. And that's kind of like our little fish meal and everything. But yeah, this tail. year we're not going to do it. Yeah. So I'm keeping the anchovy pasta because that's the only thing I never eat that's other a, than Christmas Eve. That's a good one. Yeah. Good. Happy New Year. Yeah. To our listeners. So. Um, next week you're gonna get a best of. Yeah, uh, we're taking a little, little break, but we'll be back in January. Um, maybe we'll be remote. Maybe we'll be in studio. We'll find out. Um, honestly, this has been a challenging period for all of us. Whether you're uh, here in the studio, whether you're at home watching, um, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for all that you've done. I want to wish everyone who's watching the happiest of holidays. Uh, if you celebrate Christmas, great. Anything else that you celebrate. Uh, please do enjoy it and the happiest of New Year's uh, 2022 is around the corner and it does sound like it's 2020 part 2 when you say 2022 uh, but let's hope it's not let's hope uh, we, we see sort of uh, positive signs on the other side Terry thank you for everything you've done today Eagle thanks for the production the random list that was a lot of fun um, but most of all I want to thank you all for letting me be myself rate, review, subscribe all those things you've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports Hot Sauce Sports